This is Stephen Adams. And this is Kevin Durant. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> hey, Kevin Durant, mate. <laughs> Good to see you, mate. Different complexion. Okay, let's go. <laughs> right. So, this is Stephen Adams. And this is Anas Cantor. You're listening to the Down to Earth. Down to Dunk podcast. What? Down to, down to Dunk. Down to Dunk. I'll down say that. Dunk. Introduce yourself, mate. Here's Stephen Adams, and I'm Anas Cantor, and you're listening to Down to Dunk podcast. Stay tuned. Good morning and welcome to episode 3, 8, 5 of Down to Dunk. You can find us on dailythunder.com dash radio as a part of the Almighty Baller Radio or, of course, anywhere you subscribe to the podcasts. I am Luke, joined this morning by Andrew, Andrew, Jay, Jay, and Taylor. Taylor. I think that's the first time you said your name. Instead of, going, <laughs> Instead of just copying. Usually you, you just make a sound or you just say my name. Andrew. Andrew. What's up, dudes? What is up? Hey. As soon as midnight Hi. tonight, we could have free agent signings and potentially a Russell Westbrook signing. That's really scary. It's very possible. I'll hate I'll hate all of tomorrow if Russell doesn't sign first thing in the morning. Be good. Huh? <laughs> uh, what? Be good. <laughs> hey, be good. If we d- if Russ does sign, <clears throat> I will do an emergency podcast. Okay. Holler at me. So, yeah. If he, if he signs at 12:01, call me. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, I'll okay. be up. Actually, it's a, excuse me. It's 11:01. It's 12:01 Eastern. Hey, yeah, when, he, when he signs, write me a letter. Yeah. Snail mail you. <laughs> Snail mail me. Mail it. Mail me. The only way Luke will no. find out. Slap a stamp on that. <laughs> cool. Um, okay. So yeah. there's been a lot of things that have happened this past week. First, yeah. we want to thank everybody that came to Anthem Brewing Company. Oh, because was, you came and Taylor and I did not. It was so great to see you guys. Yeah. There. Hey, you I also out. came. Me and Luke came. <laughs> We did. Okay. All right. It was great. Thanks for coming. That was really... It really was awesome. It was really great. Seriously, though, a lot of people came. And it was great. (laughs) I know. It did look like there were a lot of people there. You're going to have to talk into your mic more than that, Taylor. Oh, like more often? No problem. Okay. Um, Okay. I I didn't think that many people would come. Just, just <laughs> what? <laughs> Luke is ready to go. Six twenty eight a.m. Luke, Luke is, is uh, Luke is prime Luke. The beginning of this podcast was just wonderful. Oh, it was just great. Proud of us. Uh, really thankful. These are summer pods. I will say, how cool is it that a hundred? Let's say a hundred. 30 on the conservative estimates of our friends showed up. Oh, that's conservative. Yeah. Showed up to uh, just watch the draft at a brewery that we love. It's pretty freaking cool. It's it felt, really cool. It felt good. Andrew and I were talking, we're uh, texting, I guess, <laughs> technically, but we've started this podcast five years ago. This, uh, I guess, October was when we started, maybe? September? Yeah, October. And so for five years, we've been working on this. And I see stuff like that happen, man. It's beyond what we ever would have thought it would be. And it just means a lot. So if you came to it or you wanted to come to it or you listened to us, we appreciate you doing that. And uh, maybe more than you realize. You know, you know, they're saying that was the largest live pot event ever. At ever recorded. On a Thursday evening. Ever. Ever. It was. It was a great night for Anthem, too. They you, are. Where are you getting your info? They are. <laughs> but a lot of stuff has happened. Let's talk about the draft. We haven't heard either of you guys' thoughts on the draft. So the dust has settled a little bit on uh, T. Ferg. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on Terrence Ferguson? After, um, after not watching any more footage of him or really... Because there is none. <laughs> Actually, if you go to Reddit, you can find every made shot and every assist and on... Oh, so he looks perfect on, on a Reddit. YouTube video. Yeah, he, he's so good. <laughs> <laughs> he does not miss. The guy doesn't miss. And he um, here's, a, here's an important question. How long is the video? It's long. Good. That means that's a, there's a lot of made shots. So here's what <laughs> so that means. Here are my thoughts. It's number one, if you were expecting the savior of the franchise at 21, you need to take it down and The notch. Thunder should have taken Derek White. They should have taken Derek White. Instead, he'll be an all-star <laughs> point guard for the Spurs. Um, I think that Terrence Ferguson kind of makes sense. 
like in your dreams, you OG, and part of it for us is that we've spent so much time. I mean, <laughs> my dog may have just died. Uh, we spent so much time <laughs> analyzing some of these players that we started to fall in love with these prospects that we personally enjoyed. And we didn't really spend much time talking about Terrence Ferguson um, because maybe Andrew just assumed the fit wasn't there, but a lot of it's because he did spend that year in, in Australia and there wasn't a lot to take from that. And from what I heard as as following some people that know scouting way better than me is it's hard to really analyze that year in Australia and people want to take that four points and one and a half assists, whatever it was, and destroy it and say he's not ready for the NBA. But I could also spin that to say that he's actually played against professional people, like he's played against men versus college students. And so some of that, I think, goes into that. And I don't know, man, if he turns out to be a 3 and D guy, I think that you nailed that draft pick. I don't know how much he's going to play this year. I think Andrew would probably say he's going to spend a lot of a season on the blue. Uh, Taylor, what do you think? Uh, I think I really like the type of player that he is. I think it makes sense for the future because um, you just want to play smaller and smaller anyway. We didn't draft a big. That's great. We probably should have drafted a backup point guard. And then, like, when we didn't draft Derek White, Andrew, maybe you didn't think of it. Maybe you are like, oh, that kind of sucks. And then when the Spurs drafted Derek White, were you like, oh, my God, I can't believe what we've done. <laughs> I felt, yeah, I felt a little vindicated that they took him because it was like, okay, like if the Spurs like him, then that's that's a good sign because mm-hmm. I it means I you're ca- pretty spot on. I kind of went all in on him. R.C. Buford, right here, we got a new <laughs> scout. <laughs> yeah, sure. Andrew Schleck. Uh, he but listened. Yeah, I mean, there was just not a lot to study on Terrence Ferguson. That's I did, the thing. I wasn't like, even familiar with the name. Like you basically are going off of things that he did in high school. Because you can't really, there's not a lot to take from what he did in Australia. Mm-hmm. There's not. He played 15 minutes a game. He didn't shoot that well. He didn't, I mean, he's, he, was, he was fine. But one of the things Draft Express did say about his time in Australia that I thought was important is how he evolved over the season and he worked really hard to fit to the team's needs. I really like that. I think that's that's what Sam Presti liked. Yeah. So why did he go to Australia instead of uh, staying in? Qualif- to go down under. He didn't qualify. And he made academically, a, and he made like a million bucks. Okay, that's probably the bigger reason. Had to go down under. But he, but he made he made a good decision. That Arizona team was a disaster this year, mm. and that could have he he may have gone in the second round or undrafted, mm-hmm. like some of his other. Like there were three five star guys that went there. Uh, if Terrence Ferguson went, there would have been three guys, and the other two. One of the other guys went back to school, and Kobe Simmons um, didn't get drafted. He was signed off the scrap heap. I'm going to go to uh, Media Day and ask if he likes a shrimp on the Bobby. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, is he actually Australian now since he's there? He is absolutely not <laughs> Australian. I might. I did like his. I, uh, <laughs> I thought his interview was really good like his press conference like nothing substantial but yeah he can carry a sentence and yeah, he's fine you know like carry a sentence i'm not sure that's an actual phrase speaking of not carrying <laughs> sentences that sounds like a dingo ain't your baby god you're the worst man <laughs> <laughs> yeah, terrence ferguson, so just to baby. give you an idea so one of the things that terrence ferguson did is if you look at that usa was that under 19 game well the nike hoop summit is the one that you really want to look at well I don't know which stats I have. Sorry, I didn't get to read the full article. I just read, pulled up the stats. But no, this is the USA one, and that's the one where he's playing alongside Markel Fultz, Frank Jackson, Josh Jackson, Jason Tatum, Jared Allen, and he, I mean, he was the best player in the game. 7-11 from three-point line, 21 points. Is that the same game? Yeah, that's a hoop okay. summit game. That's yeah. a hoop summit. He was plus, a killer. Plus 39. Yeah, plus he, 39. He was a killer in that game. He's the best player on the floor with all of these guys that went in the top five. If you go and watch the game. He was on fire from three. How do you, where on do you watch that fire. game? Hoop Summit. It's on YouTube. I'll see you guys in an hour. Yeah. It's, it's good. Dan uh, Ferguson, I, Australian for beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the reason that I'm, that I'm mostly down on him is that I just don't think he's ready to contribute yet. But, but, but you can't you say look, that and then be in on OG. That's my thought. OG's not going to play until uh, January. You thought he could have played no, defensively no, no. immediately? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
from what I heard about his offensive game, I don't think that that would have been. No, he's like he's a playable project. Okay, because he's got an NBA. Kind of like he's, Jeremy Grant. He's got an NBA bit, body already. Oh, but yeah, Terrence does not. Terrence <laughs> weighs one eighty five. So Abrinas was probably that. Abrinas is twenty three and has played pro ball for a long time. I don't know. Terrence Ferguson's. I don't know. I don't know. That's true. First nineteen one eighty five. I'm not just gonna believe that that's true because you said it. He's gonna have to research it. Take some time. Yeah. Yep. It's true. Good luck. We'll talk about Alex Abrinas some other time. But here's uh, so the general (laughs) gist of what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not super. But I didn't even get to make my point. Yeah. Taylor interrupted me with a non-point. Sorry. Finish. Finish. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't say false things. I do think Terrence Ferguson could play if he buys in day one. Because the Thunder tend to play their young guys when they buy in. So like guys like Perry Jones and Jeremy Lamb. I don't know that they were totally bought in on what the Thunder I mean, wanted yeah, them could, to do. I and so they sat, they sat on the end of the bench and they hugged each other. I don't think they were totally awake so, their time here. Definitely not. Guys like Steven Adams played from day one. Why? Because I think he bought in. Even Reggie Jackson he played all. He played a lot, and there were times where I was like, "Man, Eric Maynard should be playing over Reggie Jackson," but he wasn't because I think Reggie bought into what the Thunder wanted him to do from day one. Serge Ibaka played from day one uh, because he bought in. I think Terrence Ferguson could be the same way. The Thunder don't have a solid wing rotation, mm-hmm. and if they don't go get somebody like Rudy Gay or whoever, then they're not going to have one. And so, who's to say that Terrence Ferguson couldn't come, couldn't step in and play? 10 minutes a game and hit a three like he could probably do that mm-hmm. so how how I, far behind do you think he is defensively i really have no idea yeah it's hard to evaluate that's because he he calls himself a three and d guy but you kind of have to see if he's got the defense he, well he does he's he's aggressive on the defensive end mm-hmm. so i think that he i don't know i yeah, mean it's just what, so hard to that's say that's what gets you i mean that's what gets you on the court yeah yeah, for the it's Thunder, I think the, a la Samaj, Kristen, I guess. <laughs> uh, but the he he has a chance. He has a chance to play. I, I think that he, if they want to like develop his skills and make you know figure out his ball handling and stuff like that, then the NBA is not the place to do that. Yeah, but if he literally just like, go to your spot, shoot the ball when you get it, and play defense, right? Then he can do that. Yeah. He can, I like that. He can come in and probably do that. I like the potential of that. But we'll we'll also see. If the Thunder get a wing, then that's he's a blue player. So continuing that question, I guess, maybe for me is, does he play? I'm assuming, and they haven't released it yet, but the Thunder are supposedly going to release their summer league roster today. Terrence Ferguson definitely is going to play. He should. I have, yeah. I, there's no reason that. Do you he know who else? Is? So they've the got team. him. I know they've got uh, Sabonis is on the team. They just got a uh, Markel oh, Brown. Thank you, Markel. I almost Mark, not Markel Fultz. Markel they, Brown. So they signed Markel Fultz to their summer league team. So Markel Brown though, they could, should roll up some people, man, in that summer league. Could Markel <laughs> Brown get on the team and be the backup sure. guard? No. No. Absolutely. Sure. Mm-hmm. No, you telling me he's not no, so much? No, 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 no. Why? No, no, no. He's not a point guard. Markel, I mean, he could play. He could play that. He could not play that. Markel Brown. He's, yeah, dude. He's a wing. He's a small wing that can jump out of the gym, and he's I, a European player. Yeah, that's. I mean, I probably am with you. So you that. you want to keep Smash? He just played for Russia. That, what what a horrible argument! <laughs> it's like the only two options are Markel or, or Smash. Yeah, that's. The Thunder are looking for somebody else. And Markel, I mean, Markel Brown's not the guy. Okay, He's going to be fun. He will, he will throw down some dunks. There will be some dunks in the, hey, the Summer League team. Throw them down. Terrence Ferguson, for all the crap that I've given him, can freaking smash, jump out of the gym. Really? Yeah. He's fun. He'll be fun. You'll like him. We booed him a lot last week, but I think that people, hey. as long as he buys in, because there's, I mean, he has a... For the twenty first pick, he probably has the highest ceiling and the lowest floor of any of those guys. Hey, mm, I don't know what that means. He could be very, very good <laughs> or very, very bad. I know. Uh, I think the fact that you guys booed him so much means that it like he's set a low expectation. Twenty five million dollar contract, like, yeah. four years from now. Yeah, we. 
I love the low expectations that we've set for our <laughs> yeah. fan base for Terrence Ferguson because the minute that he does anything good, we're like, oh, well, that's fantastic. Yeah, and somebody said it on Twitter, and they're absolutely right. Like, how long? Or no, you said it. And, uh, you know, now we're in the process of becoming way too over the top high on Terrence Ferguson. I said, now we're going to do the thing where we talk ourselves into <laughs> yeah, Terrence that's Ferguson. It, yeah, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're so right, man. I've done it. I have too. I'm kind of like, hey, hey. I, I really do think that. Who knows? Who at twenty one? At twenty one, it's a crapshoot anyway. Who knows if OG ever develops anything other than he he's athletic and can move, and we don't know that. You know, I mean, the fact that he slipped that far says is something pretty terrifying. Yeah, that's pretty terrifying. Whether it's injury, because I think that his medical report probably had something to do with it, um, and then also, I mean, he is raw offensively. I think that he's he's got the tools to figure it out. Yeah, but if it's injury related. That's problematic. That's that's a big big deal. Uh oh. All right. Uh, do we want to talk about move on to some other NBA news? Man, there's been a ton of stuff going on. Got a news? Wow. Talk about CP3. CP3PO. Okay. Human basketball relations. <laughs> <laughs> He's a rocket. He is a rocket. He is. There was a trade made with Chris Paul to the Rockets. Uh, uh originally I thought. I, I don't get it. Don't you want James Harden to be your point guard? This kind of isn't this just going to be kind of confusing? But I've been reading a lot of opinions, and now I've switched the other way. Basically, I saw someone say, "Why don't you want um, two of the best pick and roll ball handlers in the game on the same team, like uh, for forty eight minutes a game?" Yeah, I mean that's, I mean that's the upside is that you have. You, you always have the best pick and roll guy on on yeah. the court. Yeah, like you always do. Yeah. Um, the downside, there's a big downside to this for the Rockets. A massive downside. What is it? If things don't go well, and like say they lose in the second round, mm-hmm. that Chris Paul does every year for his whole life. Yeah, I mean they're going to lose in the second round. Chris Paul could just up and leave. Also, uh, I don't also see that happening. Also, another downside is that he up and stays. And gets a five-year deal, and, and is being paid boy. and is being paid forty million dollars when he's thirty-eight. Yeah, yeah. I mean that is pretty scary. Yeah, because small point guards usually don't play until like usually, even like thirty-five, thirty-six. Like usually those guys aren't that good. They usually die around that age, <laughs> and you can't. That's not somebody easily moved at thirty-seven. For $40 million. $40 million. He's 37 years old. Yeah. And nobody wants that contract. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a big risk. And people are like, well, I like that they're really gunning for it with the Warriors. Oh, cool. Yeah. Great. Good job. Like, you're going to you're gonna win one game at home versus the Warriors. Mm-hmm. That, I, I'm telling you right now, and I said this earlier this week. I think we texted about it maybe, but. I don't think it moves the needle that much without – I think they're setting up for another addition. They've got to get something big. They have to get Because if they, come, else, a, if they yeah. come away with, just this squad, with that squad plus like Paul Millsap and you're paying both of those guys yeah. well into their 30s, Not like 30-plus million dollars, like then you're screwed. Like then you're screwed. Even, like James Harden's in his prime, and he's stuck with these two guys who may they may fall off a cliff next year. Yeah. Like you just don't know with these. Chris Paul hasn't played a full guys. season, including playoffs, and I don't know how long. Yeah, he yeah. was injured for twelve, thirteen games, and they. So Lou Williams was huge for them. I don't think they don't beat the Thunder without Lou Williams. Number one. Well, it at least goes like six or seven yeah. games. Number two, they definitely don't beat the Thunder without Patrick Beverly. Pat Bev was good, man. He was huge in that series. Chris and Paul I, is better than both those guys. I, without question, but you're giving up three contributors with Sam Decker as well. Yeah. Plus 75 other players. <laughs> plus all yeah. the unguaranteed guys in the league. <laughs> Sam, why didn't you put Samaj in a trade? Just bring bring home some cash, man. You could do a lot with that cash. Give me that cash, Ooh, Sam. You see what the Blazers Bury did? me in my cash. Yeah. Cold, with hot, cash considerate. Cash. Did you see what the Blazers so funny. Did? That was great. So funny. I really like that. I don't go know back and check it out. Go to the Trailblazers Twitter if you haven't seen. Pretty sure no one heard out. what you said during that segment because Luke was cold, hard cash. Cold, hard cash. Into the microphone. <laughs> so I, I just think that that's – you lost three key players for one superstar, which I guarantee you, like, 
You do ninety percent of the time. You do that right yeah. every day. But I think that this doesn't. Oh God, that doesn't move. <laughs> I don't think it moves the needle that much for me right now. And I'm, I have every right to change my opinion on that, obviously, because Chris Paul and Harden may figure it out, and it may just click and all that. I just think you uh, who, the, guard, who guards Russell Westbrook now? Within, I mean, Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Yeah, and I've seen that try that attempt. Well, before. I mean. In, I mean, they're going to be really fun in the regular season. This Mike D'Antoni, you know. God, they're going to score so much. Yeah. What position does James Harden play now? Shooting. They're just two point guards. You're literally running two point yeah. guards. Yeah. The arguments that are like, oh, you know, he really, James Harden wants to run off ball. He loves to run off. Like, Come on. Yeah, if like, he wanted no, to do that, he would have. If he wanted to do that, he never left the Thunder. Yeah. It's like, I mean, that's just a joke. It's just ridiculous. He's best with the ball in his hands. He's they, shown, and that. they both are. And mm-hmm. that's—I mean, it's—it is problematic. It's problematic with them both on the court because what does that look like? And Chris Paul, when has Chris Paul ever deferred to anyone? Yeah, wasn't that one of the problems in L.A.? That's why he and Blake. That's why the Blake he and Blake never yeah. really clicked. And that's why, like, you also look at like Russ and Blake. Like everybody's like, get Blake here, but like Blake wants to have the ball in his hands too. So I would be I mean. blown away if he doesn't stay in L.A. I would not be blown away. To be the centerpiece of that team with – I'm just saying if that's I, what you want. That's all I'm saying. You can go to if, Miami, I guess, to be the centerpiece too. If they offer the five years, then I think he takes it. Yeah, blown I don't, away is probably too harsh. I don't know if they – I don't know if they offer him five years. Like if they offer five years and a no-trade clause, then yeah, he stays. 100% the Clippers will do that. I'm speaking in hyperbole way too much, yeah. but <laughs> – I think that I the think Clippers, I think Balmer's terrified right now. Like, if you lose Chris Paul and Blake Griffin, if you can do a sign and trade with Blake, yeah, that's that's something that makes sense, and you can bring back you bring back like a couple pieces that make you not the worst team ever, and you 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 start over. I mean, they're not going to start over. He's building a new arena. What do you do with Jamal? Crawford? They're going to try to keep Blake well, around for a long uh, time. Start over in L.A. is different than start over in Oklahoma City or yeah, yeah. It's just hard with the Clippers. Yeah, like, you Clippers can't. are not that. I don't They're, think you Clip- can trust the Clippers are different with Balmer though. Yeah, you're right. They're yeah. a lot different with yeah. With so Ballmer. what do you think about? So are the Clippers? I could see the Clippers making more moves. They're going to have to, like in the sense of Lou Williams. Like you have Lou Williams, you have Jamal Crawford and Jamal Crawford Light. And yeah. Lou Williams, and maybe you just want to keep both. Jamal. Just kind of sucked last year, though. Was he not very good? He's old. He's just he old. is old, but man, I still love that guy. Yeah, uh, I mean they'll they'll try to make moves. I mean, who's to say that they don't re-sign Blake and then try to get like Drew Holiday or like try to get somebody Kyle else Lowry, and yeah. like just be like a really good team in the West? I mean, they could do that. Yeah, but we'll we'll see. I mean, they have there's a there are a, a range of outcomes for the Clippers at this point. The only time with him. Only, only time will tell. Oh, the other big news. Hey, the other big Jackson, Phil, Philly, Philly J, out in New York. <laughs> Philly J. <laughs> this is a great move for New York. Great move. It's what Phil Jackson has wanted for the last two years, and they finally just did it. It's so late. It took way, way too much yes. for them it, to fire. Phil I Jackson. love the news that was coming out about him. Like he was falling asleep. During uh, <laughs> summer workouts for okay. draft prospects. So this is what happened. Here's the chain of events. Yeah. He falls asleep during draft workouts. They let him do the draft. They let him draft players and then they fire him. They also, The guy who fell asleep in draft workouts is yeah. the guy who they let run the NBA draft. They also extended his uh, contract two years. So now they have to pay him for those two years. Oh, yeah. man. It's like but I will they say, extended it this year, right? Yeah. I will say they still drafted the guy that I kind of feel like it was either him or Smith, Dennis Smith, right? Yeah, and, the, the but prob- you love Frank. I do. I think that he's. I think that he is good next to a guy like Russ, or he's. I don't. I don't know that he's going to be your primary guy. Where like a Dennis Smith, like yeah, and especially if you are on the fence. With whether you're going to run triangle stuff, which the, you shouldn't be on the fence, you should which be. They're moving you, away from it, and they're moving away They've from the triangle. Said that, right? Then yeah. you'd much rather have a guy like Dennis Smith, yeah, where you're going to have a high octane offense. Now you have a 19 year old who's not great in the pick and roll. Um, that's he's a defensive guard that'll move the ball and shoot threes. That's a triangle point guard. I like him a lot, but if you have Dennis Smith on the board, who's like an athletic freak, pick and roll guy, get to the rim, 
uh, Knicks fans would have loved him. And you have a guy like and he's a little bit more ready. And and he's going to play with Porzingis, who's like the best pick and roll player, right. like partner. See, that's what, if you're like married to the triangle, then I understand Nilakina. Yeah. If you're not, and you pass on Dennis Smith, I I think that's a, that's a problem. Yeah. I don't know. They waited way too long to fire Phil. Pissed off their best player, their yeah. p- their future, and then yeah, Carmelo but he'll be, was I mean, like, it seems like yeah, he's in fun. enough right now. Whereas Phil's gone, he's just like, yep, all right. Yeah, I mean that was the problem. Phil was the problem. But is it actually going to just be a problem with Dolan later on? Because that's really what this. Not if it. It looks is. like he's bringing in David Griffin. If he brings in, David that would Griffin. be the the best choice in my mind because Presley's not going. No. no. Like, nobody's going to leave a good job to go there. I love New York being terrible, though. Masai, like, Masai's not going there either. He just became the director of basketball operations, right? Well, they, I mean, the Knicks president. would have to give up an asset for Sam Presti or Masai. And, of course, I mean, those, and the reports Is that crazy are, to you? Is that crazy that, you can that trade, GMs that you can are, are tradable assets? Yes. I mean, that's how the Clippers got Doc. That's so funny to me, though. First round, I just think first about round that, like, for Doc Rivers in the corporate world. That'd be so funny, <laughs> right? I don't know. Okay, we want your you want your CDO, but we need we got to give you six different IT guys and oh god, our IT department. <laughs> that's what we're known for. <laughs> a million dollars in cash consideration. <laughs> <A> million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Phil's gone, man. He's going to go back to L.A. He's going to go back to L.A. and try to do something with the Lakers, and they need to just say, no, thanks. No, I no think, he's he's in Montana. I man. think he's just going to go, go away. He's not going to come back. He's going to walk into the forest. He gets like $60 million to take home. Yeah. <laughs> For a guy that never like had all the money he wanted anyway, right? Yeah. Maybe awesome. the Zen Master just Zen Mastered all of us. He did. My favorite thing is this whole Porzingis conversation. Like, what you're finding out about it is it actually wasn't as dumb as as it sounded. Like, yes, like trading trading Porzingis would have been stupid. But the only contract or the only offers he was taking, like he there was no offer good enough. Like he wants okay, Boston, you can have Porzingis for every pick you have the, and three players. The dumb thing was making it public, right? Yes. Yeah, that was the dumb part. It's not dumb to explore trading. Any of your guys, mm-hmm. but it is dumb to make it public. Yeah, and then go on NBA TV and talk about it, and then be like, "All right, Porzingis, welcome back. <laughs> right, let's get started working on next season." I don't know that the Zen Master fooled everybody. I think James Dolan was just so dumb because yeah. Phil Jackson. He first he wanted him to come coach, and then he wanted him to come be the GM, and he said no like four times until he just offered him like way too much money. Phil's like, "That's way too much money." Okay, yeah. Dolan, Dan Gilbert, Donald Sterling. I know Sterling's not there anymore, but yeah, Sterling. They're is, like the same. They cut out of the same. The worst. Yeah, they're just yeah. the worst. Well, that Bad is, for the NBA. That is not a compliment. No. <laughs> uh, James Dolan had a concert during the draft for his uh, band. So he did it. not watch the draft. He's he's the Taylor of um, of the Knicks because Taylor was at a concert while <laughs> we were doing our draft party. Yeah. Probably less important for me to not be there than him to be paying attention to the draft. I disagree. I also disagree. <laughs> I disagree. Uh, another news: uh, Lonzo Ball, Lavar Ball, and Lamelo Ball were on WWE Raw this was, Monday on this Miz not, TV. This is not on the rundown. I know. Yeah, I'm mad. Not on the rundown at all. And it was not very well received. Really? Why? Uh, I just didn't. Well, Lamelo said the N word twice. Oh. That's the first thing. That's oh. and then uh, kid, but it was uh, it was uh, it's not good. It was their first uh, time being in Staples Center as a Laker. Wow, not the last though. No, boom. <laughs> but it was great. It, it, it combi- I, have, I have literally no commentary on this. Yeah, I have nothing, nothing to add. It was to. great. I liked it. Thanks for taking us. There, I do. Uh, I really like when Lavar Ball walks into something and he what? I mean, turn it up. Then it's at my lips. Just turn it up. I'm talking about my mic, people. Uh, <laughs> when Lavar walks into anywhere and does that weird hand thing where he just like loosey goosey arms. You know what I'm talking about? It's they think. I was reading something, or I listened to a podcast about this, and they said that they felt like they cut the thing 
like half as short as it was going to be because it was going so bad. Really? <laughs> yeah. Did LeVar fight anybody? Uh, he got in the Miz's face, but not didn't fight anybody. Come on. You want to keep going, Andrew? Couldn't tell you anything about any of this. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk. What else is, hey, Summer League starts tomorrow. It does, which is kind of crazy. It's awesome. It's on NBA. It should be on NBA TV, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I wish the Thunder would play in Las Vegas Summer League yeah. so that you can actually have like a good camera angle because the so, camera uh, angles are so awful in Orlando. Uh, but that's so anti Sam Presti. It's like, oh, is there something flashy there? We're not doing it. It's just too bad because hey, you can, can actually watch the games. Are These there, ones. <laughs> are there any really bland leagues out there? Well, let's get in that one. Yeah. It's like, it is like a high school gym. They play, yeah. There's no, no it's, stands. Really. It's in the Orlando practice gym. And it's pretty terrible. Um, but the Thunder, the Thunder team should be a this should be a fun summer league team because you have guys that will be on the roster. Um, I think Singler's going to play in it again. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Houston should be on the roster. Sabonis, Terrence Ferguson should play. It should. Samaj? Yeah, Samaj will play. Um, <laughs> so if you enjoy that kind of thing, uh, you can go check that out. Hey, you know what I enjoy? An anthem beer. Uh, that's what I enjoy. I had one last night and guess what? Went down smooth. What was it? <laughs> it was, uh, it was that, uh, domestique. Oh yeah. The domestique Ooh. is good. Yeah. It's a domestique. Uh, domestique. The domestique. You can find it at your local liquor store. What is it? Find it at it's your a, local liquor store. What is it? It's like a, I'm, see, I'm not very good. I just know it's a beer and it's good. Like, <laughs> give me a style. Do you have anything? Uh, I think it's a Belgian. Isn't that right? Yeah, that sounds Ooh, right. Kind of Bel- Belgian-y kind of, uh. It's good. It tastes good when it hits the lips. I'm on it, man. I'll and uh, man, I just drink them, man. I don't have time. <laughs> man, I don't know about them. I just, <laughs> I drink, just them. drink them. Uh, it drinks good. Ah, oh, there we go. It's got a bicycle. Yeah, it's a yeah. bourbon it's a barrel aged. Yeah, it's a bourbon barrel aged quad. Quad. Yeah. yeah that's, a, that's come on. Come on, bro. Come on, dude. Figure it out, man. You can tell that that one's got a little kick to it, man. Mm. <laughs> Did you drink the whole bottle? <laughs> don't I always? <laughs> if I'm just saying this, if I'm opening. I'm finishing. Did you really? What? Did you? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, it's good. Um, I'm sitting playing video games and had, had, pop, pop the top and wow. poured a little glass Luke, of it. Luke got spicy. Uh, hey, if you are a person in Oklahoma City, you should go to their tap room because it's super cool. You can get beers that aren't available anywhere else. You can go to their tap room, get it there. So it's a cool place to be. They have concerts there. They have events there. Like live down to dunk pods, so go check it out. Let me just throw out a couple beers that they got this weekend. There's some beers, out. you know. They got a bourbon barrel golden one. Golden, <gasps> golden one is their. Uh, <gasps> stop! Their, Please stop. What? Golden. That is not. This isn't. Okay. Go, golden. What? Golden one is their centerpiece. Uh, it's their most popular beer, and they've got it bourbon barreled, which that'll be kind of a unique flavor. So go get that. They also have a blood orange goza. Or goze, however you say that. Coffee, vanilla, domestique. That, yeah, that, I had that. That will be at good. the live pod, and, and it was my favorite one I had. Then they just have a regular domestique. So go out there, you want to do it. They've got some great music going on this week. Slow Speed Breaker, which is a '90s cover rocker. Friends, which '90s rock? It's my favorite genre. I, I like. I like that. Uh, and then you also have Matt Cow. Uh, too much pressure. Ledge, my friend. Taylor's oh. completely muted right now. Just so you know, <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, during the whole ad, Taylor is muted. So. <laughs> go, okay, che- go check. Go check. Let me get on this mic. <laughs> go check out Anthem Brewing this weekend for your July Fourth weekend. Oh, Happy July Fourth, Taylor. Welcome back to the pod, and let's do some Twitter <laughs> questions. Twitter questions. Hey guys. Oh. Hey, July 4th. I'm excited. <gasps> it's a holiday I like more and more as I get older. Well, we're going to talk about it more later. Let's Wait. do some Twitter questions because <laughs> we're 35 minutes into this podcast. All right. Our first Twitter question comes from at Dakari Sanchez, who wants to know Can you guys do trade calls for Oladipo? I don't know, Andrew. Can we? Oh, let's take that man. Oh, take man trenching. Who wants, to be, who wants to be Sam? 
Taylor. Sure. Did you unmute him? He's unmuted. He's back on the show. I'm back, baby. And we're back. All right. Man in the box. Get back in that box. <laughs> ring, 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 ring. Hello. It's Masai. Masai. Hello. Masai Ujiri. Hello. <laughs> oh, hi. I'll call you back. Okay. Ring, 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 ring. Hello. There we go. It's better now. I was in my garage. It's Masai. Okay. Hi. Calling about a couple of players. Mm. I'm interested to hear who. Victor Oladipo. Kyle Singler. Terrence Ferguson. No. For DeMar DeRozan. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to pass on that. Masai. Uh, I think you're making a big mistake, <laughs> but um, fine by me. Oh. It was actually just a prank call. No way we do that. You really want DeMar DeRozan on this team? Yeah. I do not. He's a lot better than Victor Oladipo. But he doesn't make sense. Like, you want to talk about a guy who doesn't make sense next to Russell Westbrook? It's DeMar DeRozan. Um, probably, probably so. I he's ISO heavy only. Cannot shoot threes. Victor Oladipo offensively at least makes sense next to Russell Westbrook. Demar Derozan better player overall. Yes, I'll hey, say that. You don't want two all stars. That's fine by me. <laughs> I don't want Demar on this team. I'm not doing that. That doesn't my... make any sense. That does not make you better. Um, I, I mean, I think I, it makes you immediately better. No, it does not. How like who do you compete with better because you have Demar Derozan on this team? All the teams. None of the teams. You do just as good. People are so crazy with DeMar DeRozan because he's either. People think that he's like awful, like he hurts your team awful. Right. But the Raptors have been relevant largely because of DeMar DeRozan. Like you can't discount. I would say it was more because of Kyle Lowry, though. So if Kyle Lowry, if there was no DeMar DeRozan and you just had Kyle Lowry, they'd win 50 games? I mean, no. DeMar DeRozan's an all-star, but if you're going to say which player has gotten them there, I mean, DeMar has been on that team forever, and they he wasn't really considered good and didn't really come into his own until Kyle Lowry was there. That also mirrors just his age. DeMar DeRozan's good. DeMar like, DeRozan is good. He's good. He's not, a, he's not a good fit on the Thunder. I agree no. with you. Okay. I agree with you about that. But he's good, and he's... He's probably underrated at this point because people just hate his game yeah. so much and hate his like mid range. He's the game. shooting guard version of Russ in some sense. Like people just don't like it, and he's not as good as I don't. I mean, he's not as good at shooting guard as Russ is at right point guard. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you're, there will never be a Demar Derozan MVP season. Yeah, no. Remember how lights out he was at the beginning of last season? He was so good. Do you remember how bad he was in the playoffs this year? Yeah, the whole Raptors team fell apart, though, man. Lowry was hurt. That's it's a Raptors the tradition. There's nothing you can do about that. I know. Man, I know. The tradition. I get it. There's nothing you can do. Uh, ring, ring, he had ring, one ring. point. Ring, uh, ring. Hello. He Jay, you want point. this one? Um, yeah, I'll take this one. Uh, Troy Weaver. <laughs> this is how it happens. De Vlade? Oh, the basketball to you. <laughs> that hold on. Right. That is really what would happen. Sam Vladi would call Sam, and Sam would be like, "Hold on, it's Troy, Vladi, you Troy, take, take it." Why is Troy Weaver getting some opportunity? Anyway? Why? Why am I not getting a chance to go to the Knicks? Want to come to King? No. Come to King. King me. <laughs> come King me. We want to talk about it. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> come King me. Okay. We need to add to the buddy. Mm. To the bone dong and the buddy. Okay, I saw that. Bone dong. A we, different bone dong. There's two you, bone dongs. We we got ourselves a bone dong this weekend. Bogdan. Bogdan? What's Bogdan or something? This, yeah. bo- this one's bone dong, bone dong. We got the bone dong, bone dong. It's a good for the basketballs here in the Sacramento King. Mm-hmm. Add to the Willy Kali Stein, the buddy, and the bone dong. And the skull, <laughs> the the Harry Giles, the De'Aaron Fox. I could keep going. I don't know if I'm on the phone with anyone. I'm talking Hello. to myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. Vladi, do you need to have a trade for me? We let the Ben McLemore go. Yeah, we do not like it. The Ben McLemore with the buddy. We like to add the Victor to the buddy, the Ola, the Ola Depot. Okay, <laughs> the Ola. Okay. Man, they had um, a tremendous draft. Jeez. Thank you. I can't believe it. Did you have somebody else picking, Vladi? Thank, Thank you. Nope. <laughs> this is my specialty, is bringing in the buddy people. 
Costa Goofus, uh, Malachi Richardson, and a first-round pick for the Ola. Um, I know you like. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. <laughs> I know you like. Pull it in. No Pull way. it in the trade. <laughs> I mean, the only way I'm doing that is if you take, like, Cantor back for somebody else. Hmm. Okay. How about this? Can't have Costa Kufos. Hold on, hold on, okay. hold on. I'm gonna call I'm gonna call another time of trades. Okay. Do <laughs> you call me back? The Ola Depot. Okay. The Cantor. For the Costa Kufas, the Malachi Richardson, the first round pick, and the Garrett Temple. It's always a good sign when I'm looking up players on the fly. Uh, I st- no. Okay, your loss. Part of me wants to move Cantor in that. I just don't know what to, what's your draft pick going to be. I think the Kings are going to be better. Still uh, 10, 12. The basketballs are looking good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with that trade? No, heck no. It's an that. awful it's, trade. <laughs> I don't know Garrett Temple or Malachi Richardson. That's a horrible trade. That's a problem. That probably means it's bad. Then. That's a really horrible trade. The draft, pick, the draft pick is what's intriguing to me, but that really yeah. re- jacks up your t- timeline. Oh, it's just a horrible trade. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we did get to hear from Vladi, so that's good. <laughs> ring, 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 ring. Go ahead, Taylor. Hello. Tim Connolly from the Nugs. Yo. Yo, man. Yo, Sam. <laughs> Yo, Tim. <laughs> Let's talk trades. <laughs> okay. Uh, we like Victor Oladipo. We'll do Wilson Chandler, Jameer Nelson, and Emmanuel Moutier for Victor Oladipo. So, you plug a, you have two backup point guards to choose from with Jameer Nelson, who's ready now. You get to develop Emmanuel Moutier. And then once uh, Jameer's contract expires, you can bring in Emmanuel Moutier as your full-time backup. And then you have a Wilson Chandler who can start at your three. You don't feel like you have to pay Andre Robertson. And then you can bring in Alex Abrinas to start mm-hmm. at the two. And we get uh, Victor Oladipo who can help us right now. I think I, I, think I like that. It's a win-win. I really do think I like that. I think I'd say yes. It's my favorite trade. It's my favorite Oladipo I like trade. moving Alex to the... Like, if you're going to trade Oladipo, I do want to bring back a bigger wing. Someone that relieves pressure from... Because then, you're right, you don't have to re-sign Robertson. Maybe you can even keep Taj if you want to and move Ennis in another trade. But anyway, but Wilson Chandler can be a 3 and D guy. I mean, he's pretty good on defense, too. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, I like Alex in that starting unit if you move Oladipo. Then you bring in a high upside guy in Moody. Yeah. And who, who knows? And he might, Nelson can come in and play backup point right yeah, away. Immediately. Shoot threes. He can play next to Russ in a pinch. I don't know that I don't know that it's the best fit for the Nuggets because they already have Gary Harris and they've got guys at the two. But they're just adding talent. Are mm-hmm. people I feel like Vic is pretty like people were pretty down on Vic right now. Yeah, agreed. So maybe they're right for thinking that, but maybe I mean, yeah, who, who knows? It it it's all dependent on his ball handling responsibility. Sure. Cuz paying a 3 and D guy 20 million dollars a year not as enticing as paying a guy that can get to the free throw line and do all these things that you yeah. would like for him to do. But yeah. he's, I mean, he's good. Like, Victor Oladipo is good. And his contract is not awful. There's a lot of people out there banging the drum of, you know, the same person made a big mistake signing Stephen Adams and Victor Oladipo to these contracts. He really screwed up. we got to get off these deals. I, no. Like, that's not the case. But if you can go and get a wing and a backup point guard and a future, Emmanuel Moutier, yeah. who, who knows? Like, he could be out of the league or he could be a, a good player. Who knows? Um that's worth it. It may be too much for the Nuggets, so. Yeah. Um, okay, ring, 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 ring. Yep. Sean Marks. Hey, Sean. From the Nets. Yeah, here, this is, I like this. We like to add talent. And He's we doing like, a good job there, by the way. Thanks. You know, we're really, 
You are. Good giving, job, Sean. Giving it our best shot. Hey, I can hear that. You can? Yeah, I heard all of that. Cool. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, sorry, I'm not supposed to be on this line. <laughs> Jeremy Lin. Did you see the picture of Jeremy Lin? I said you guys last night. Yeah. yeah. He got dread or uh, braids now, long braids. He, Jeremy Lin, man. I'm glad great. I answered this versus Sam. Sam is all in on Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin. Yep. Trevor Booker. For Victor Oladipo. No. Okay. Just wanted to throw that out there. You know, have a good day. You too. <laughs> okay. Bye. What do you think? Uh, it's a horrible deal. No. I you would want to move Ennis. If you're gonna do if you're gonna bring back Trevor Booker, <laughs> you got hey, he had move. the no looker booker. No looker booker. I know he did. I don't I don't mind Trevor Booker. Hey, but I do mind. Hey, him Trevor with, Booker and Ken are back on the same team. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would be some awkward. That'd be good. That's all I got. All right. I don't think the Thunder it would have to be a way bigger trade to think about. The Leave only one that I would ever even consider was that Nuggets is the Nuggets deal. Yeah, I don't know. I think they have high hopes for Vic. I still think, and I, like I said, I'm speaking out of things that I just am hunching, you know, hunches on or guessing. Is I still think Vic will be the primary secondary ball handler, ball handler for this team. I wish he. W- I hope he is. I don't think he will be. You don't think? You think they're going to go and get a backup point guard? I do. I dude, I'm all in on Langston Gall- Galloway or. Shelvin Mack. Yeah. They're a lot better than what we have going on right yeah. now. <laughs> right now. Okay, hey, guys. Langston or Shelvin Mack? I'm going Langston. Oh, yeah, Langston. So they also have been talking to that guy from Europe. Do you know anything about him? Who? Oh, gosh. What was his name? Milos? He, he played on a... No, he's... Milos? He's an American <laughs> that's playing... He's playing on David Blatt's team. And, oh, uh, Craigor. I'll find it. I'll come back to you. So it's a it's a point guard out of yeah. I don't know. Uh, Patrulus. <laughs> they worked out a bunch a few Euro guys. I have no idea what to think about that. Oh, Ivan Borsk. <laughs> You're thinking of Zingro. <laughs> All right. Next Twitter question. All right. Our next Twitter question comes from at that true talk. Who wants to know? Or says that seeing the Knicks being interested in Sam Presti, what would Sam Presti be worth as a trade asset? It's a fun hypothetical. Laugh out loud. <laughs> it would have to be a first round pick. Back to the Thunder for Sam Presti. God. Sam Presti for one first round pick. That sucks. Yeah, the, the Thunder would not happily do that. No. Um, what would it be? It would be Sam like, hey... I want to be <laughs> trade me. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> Sam going yeah, to himself. Trade me. trade me. Yeah, it would have to be agreed upon by all parties, basically. Well, it was like the the Boston deal was Boston was ready to move on. Doc was not wanting to be a part of a rebuilding situation, and the Clippers really wanted him. And so, like that's how the deal happened. It would have to be Sam Presti having a lot of interest in New York and saying, like, I really don't want to be the – he's like, I want to be the president of basketball operations and for the Knicks and rebuild the Knicks and become a, a god in New York. Is he saying this to himself in the mirror? <laughs> no, he's saying it to Clay Bennett probably. Okay, cool. I don't think it's going to happen though. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at PaxCash. Who wants to know how likely would it actually be for Russ to provide a soundbite for next year's intro? Uh, it's more likely that the that the Thunder get Blake Griffin than <laughs> Russell Westbrook giving me a soundbite for our show. So if the Thunder get Blake Griffin, the chances are real good. Okay, well, you say on this podcast, if the Thunder get Blake Griffin, you will try your hardest to ask Russ. Yes. To record this. Yes. For the podcast. I will I will for sure ask him okay. if he will do it. If we get Blake Griffin. If okay. not, I don't know if I will. I don't I think that he would make me feel really bad about myself. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think too. <laughs> I think he'd just give you like classic Russ face, like be like, no. 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 Man. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. Hey, but a guy can dream, right? Hey, we can dream. Hey, hey but a guy can dream. Hey, but a guy can dream. Our next Twitter question comes from at JK Man 08. Who wants to know on a scale of 1 to 10, how mad are we that Rudy Gay rumors keep coming up? Does this say anything about OKC's thoughts 
about Robertson Restricted Free Agency. Scale of one to ten, about a five. Not not that mad, but I'm not that happy. <laughs> What's a reasonable contract? What's your emotion? Give me the finances like, of that. She'd be okay. So slightly if you, annoyed. If you haven't done it yet, Andrew wrote a, a really good piece on Rudy Gay yesterday for Daily Thunder. So go on there and find that, and read that, and it, it gives a little more light into Rudy Gay. I still think, and, and based on Andrew's conclusions as well, is that offensively he doesn't make the most sense because a lot percentage wise, the majority of his buckets or where he wants to be are in the lane. And so spacing wise, he's not there. Now could Rudy do something different? And I think that's the big question. And when I had any conversation about Rudy Gay, all I could think about is how many ifs there have to be to make me feel excited about it. And that's where I kind of like stop, you know, it's like if he wants to play four and if he doesn't mind coming off the bench and if he, you know, shoots more from the three-point line, you know, becomes a stretch four, then fantastic. And if he wants only $8 million a year, or if, you know, it's like, that's why for me it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you can afford a guy like Rudy Gay, then just go get C.J. Miles. Right. Like, just, like, if you're going to spend $10 million on Rudy Gay... Like just just offer it to CJ Miles, please offer it to CJ Miles. Rudy's, go ahead. I made a chart of like all of these small forwards who like could be available. What's his percentage from three point line? He was forty one percent. Forty one percent and sixty three percent of his shots came from three last season, which is like far and away more than all these other guys. Like you look at a guy like Shabazz Muhammad, you'd be like, oh, I like Shabazz Muhammad. He shot like 24% of his shots came from three. Same for Rudy Gay. Amir Caspi is another guy that you think about, oh, I'd really like to have him. He only like sh- all his are layups, though, or something. Yeah, I don't know yeah. How he does that. 26% of his shots came from three. And like to compare that to Robertson, uh, 40% of his shots came from three. Um, I don't know. I, I'd rather have like a PJ Tucker or a Wilson Chandler. Than a guy like our Rudy Gay, Shabazz Muhammad, or Armour Caspi. Totally, because those guys, those guys, all three of those guys are more bigs than they are like wings. Um, and Shabazz Muhammad's not that good. Uh, I wouldn't want to pay him. But if you're going to pay somebody, if if like Rudy Gay, if the Thunder find a way to like clear cap space and pay him like ten million, like I'll be very upset if if CJ Miles goes somewhere and gets the same amount of money. Yeah. Because he could he could come in and he could start and he is going to space the floor. The, the Thunder need floor spacing badly, and Rudy Gay loves to operate out of the mid post, out of the low post. Um, and you know, CJ Miles will stand on the three point line. And he will wait for Russ to deliver the ball, and he will mm-hmm. launch. And he hit forty one percent. So, and he's been in the league a long time. I mean, that's a yeah. really experienced player who's played on multiple teams. So that the, the and guy just the, makes sense. the Thunder did give him a contract when he was restricted, right? Indiana matched it. Yes, Am yeah. I wrong about yes. that. Okay, so there has been interest in the Utah. Past. Sorry, he was in Utah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. But back to Rudy Gay. If if he will accept, Sorry, like I'm all in on like a mid like a mid level. I know. I know. If they can get him for like a five million dollar deal for like two years and a player option on the second year where he gets five million dollars and he gets to come and rehab basically with the thunder rehab and remake his reputation and like accept a role you know with the thunder where he comes off the bench and he's he's either this for me if he's if he's going to come and help the thunder he's either one going to have to take a lot more threes and be a wing for the thunder or he's gonna have to be a bench scorer and then the thun- then you can afford to offload Canner for little to nothing, mm-hmm. and then you have Rudy Gay who's on a small deal, and he scores off the bench. Then you're not losing a whole lot of scoring, and he can play. You know he can close games for you, and he's not going to kill you on the defensive end. Um, I don't hate it, but if the Thunder are going to find a way to pay him a lot of money and like make him the number two guy in Oklahoma City, that's a it's a horrible idea a horrible idea but his defensive numbers aren't that bad um his defensive field goal percentage was 43.6 percent same as guys like danny green and wilson chandler better than alfaru kaminu better than marvin williams better than jared dudley better than west matthews better than tony allen this past season he averaged 2.8 deflections per game 
which is uh, the same as Russell Westbrook and Tabo Cephalosha, which was like super surprising to me. Better than Giannis, better than Eric Bledsoe, better than Avery Bradley, better than Kent Bazemore, P.J. Tucker, or Danny Green. And then he contested pretty well at the three-point line, 3.5 uh, three-pointers contested per game, better than Durant, Wilson Chandler, Batum, Giannis, Otto Porter, Marcus Smart. So he's not a zero on defense. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just like to say that because they – they just, just assume, assume they assume this yeah. like black hole on offense is also awful on defense. Mm-hmm. Not the case. Like he's not a a bad defender. He's not a stopper, but within like a team system, like he's good. Like he's pretty good. So if they can get him to buy in, like if if they want to bring him in to be the three, he's going to have to take five or six threes a game. And he's going to have to play defense. He's going to have to be a three and D wing, and then he could you can throw the ball to him and Russ is off the court, and he can create something. Um, but I don't see him buying into that. I don't either. So I don't like I don't like that deal unless he's coming in to be your bench score. Yeah, there's just nothing he's shown throughout his entire career that makes me think he can come in and play a role that we need him to. Yeah, and if he did and that, it, he's willing to. But the but the thing is that if he did that for a year with the Thunder. Yeah, he would get a massive get, deal. Yeah, Twenty million next year. He would get a massive deal next summer, but he won't do that. No. So we have a lot more questions. I do think the Thunder are very interested in Rudy Gay, though. I'll say that. I think they're people question if they are. I think they are actually interested in him. I think they do want to bring him to the to Oklahoma City. I'm just so thrown off by like I I I, I feel like it's just. Sam Presti and Oklahoma City talk about him all the time and call about him, but they probably call about 20, 30, 40 players all the time. They're always checking in with agents and players and teams and whatever. It, but And it's just weird that this is the only guy that we keep hearing about over and over and over, there, there and is, I can't think that that's coming from the Oklahoma City side. There is legitimate interest. I believe that. I just sides. think there's probably legitimate interest about 40 players that we just don't hear about, you know? And I just well, I mean, the Thunder it. are legitimately interested in a lot of guys. Yeah. But for nine months to this be a consistent rumor that Woj's reporting makes you feel like it's a, there's, when there's smoke, there's fire. Yes. Uh, they, they would like to have Rudy Gay. I think C.J. Miles would be too far out of their range. They'd have to move contracts because I bet he gets, what, 12? <laughs> I have no idea. Probably, yeah, he could get anywhere from 12 to 15 million, yeah. and that would not surprise me. I'd rather have him than Robertson. Do we want to answer our other um, gay questions, or do we want to? Move I think that we them? kind of already answered them. Okay, then our next Twitter question comes from at Just Jack Seven One, who wants to know what should Thunder fans call Fourth of July now that KD has ruined it. You guys have anything? No, I just hope Russ resigns his long contract on July Fourth. I have a few. Holiday. I have a few suggestions. Fourth of ju- just die. Fourth of just die is a good one. Um, <laughs> prison of my mind day <laughs> nut kick day ruin my vacation day um, yeah. NBA funeral day where the NBA was was basically dead last July 4th uh, day of lies yeah how are you feeling man wow. pretty good <laughs> day <I'm>, of lies <laughs> I think I've settled on prison of my mind day yeah I really like prison of my mind day <laughs> That seems super emo is what that seems. I was just going to say... Prison of my mind. I was just going to say beer and explosions day. No. It has to do with KD leaving. Luke, did you know Kevin Durant left? Yeah, but I just saw... But so then I drink a lot of beers and I watch explosions. Next Twitter question. (laughs) Hey, isn't 4th of July your favorite holiday? No. Doesn't rank rank top five. However, I do like it more. Although the Olympics are his favorite sport. Yeah, Yeah, Olympics are his favorite sport. Luke's a big flag day guy. I love the Olympics. (laughs) Huge Columbus Day fan. Big Halloween guy. Boom. Next Twitter question. (laughs) It comes from at the real Ryan VK, who wants to know what are the Thunder in the West right now? Have they moved up? Because L.A. and Utah, maybe, have moved down. <laughs> so if Gorgman leaves. If Gorgie leaves. Gorgie leaves it's, for Boston. Gorgie's leaving, right? That's what Andrew thinks. I think so. I think he's leaving. I think he's gone. I think the Thunder have jumped both of them immediately. So that puts them at four. So we know that Golden State, San Antonio, and Houston are your top three teams in the West. Those are your best three teams. And then like you have this group of like, 
Who knows? And that group, that group includes the Thunder, the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves are going to be good. Yes. The Blazers, the Grizzlies, the Clippers, the Pelicans, the Jazz, the Nuggets. Like all those teams. Uh, Thunder are better than all of them. One, two, three, four, Timberwolves five, six, seven, eight. Timberwolves would be the only ones that seven, I think are eight. up there, too. There's 11, maybe even 12 teams in the West that could be in the playoff mix. That are all going to make the playoffs. They're all, it's going to, yeah, they're going to let them all in this time because you know what? It doesn't matter anyway. Just let everyone play <laughs> right. because it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. I think the Thunder are the best, the cream of that crop, but I am a blind homer. It depends on who the Wolves get as, as their point guard because they could trade Ricky Rubio for nothing and then they could go get like George Hill, George Hill or Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Yeah. I mean, they would, and that team is, I mean, they're already really good because you expect Towns and Wiggins to make a leap. You got Jimmy Butler, who's got crazy work ethic and is going to teach those guys how to be NBA superstars. They're still think they still want to go after Iggy too. The, if they could get Iguodala, if they could get a point guard that's worth anything, they're going to be really good. That's incredible. If they get Iggy and then they get, I mean, they can't get Lowry if they They've get They've got Gorgie Jang. They've got the Gorgman, the real Gorgman. They need the Ennis real. Cantor is what they need. Honestly, <laughs> Gorgie Jang is pretty good. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's fine. serviceable for he's a center a good, today. Yeah. Fine. He's a good third big. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't they know. They have Cole Aldrich still. They do. They like to trade. I hit. can't believe he's still in the league. Oh, I mean, he's, he's been decent. He's a good backup center. He's your good fourth big. But they would like to trade him and Ricky Rubio yeah. and get cap space and sign. I'll take him for Cantor. That doesn't give cap me space. cap space, but yeah, <laughs> cap space was the key word there. Dang it! Yeah, but the I mean the Thunder are in the mix. They're like fourth, fifth, sixth. They're in the same place, and unless they make a big move this summer, that's where they're going to be. Which is, I mean, they're 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 a good playoff what, team. What's a big move? I don't know, Blake. Yeah, something like that. That's yeah. a big move. All right. Are we about to wrap it up? Or do we want more Twitter questions? We got more. Locked. Uh, locked and loaded. So that question kind of... That fire question amount. from Ryan kind of also helps with Jess's question from New Zealand. Can so. I read it? Because it's my favorite one. <laughs> okay. It's from at Jess2437. Who wants to know, why don't national media speak of OKC as on the fringe of contending? Are we really that crap? <laughs> Do you believe no one wants to sign here? I think it's hard for people to sign here, free agents, realistically. The Thunder aren't going to get free agents. I think as long as Russell Westbrook's here, they are at least in some conversation for contending. For yeah, the second contending or third is, a tough, in the West. is a tough word because I, really, I believe there's one team contending as of today. We're contending for contention. They're contending to be, I mean, like, on the fringe of making a conference finals, if you add another piece, sure. Yeah, you just keep crinkling that. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Crinkle it up. Crinkle. <laughs> See if you can do it on top of the microphone. <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, uh, they're, they're, I mean, they're not, they're a ways away from, like, actual, like, contending. Everybody is, though. It doesn't matter. But every. But I do think that people are more down in the Thunder than they need to be because I just think that they are. Especially the, Thunder fans. There's a actually. lot of there's a lot yeah, there's a lot of crazy people out there. Uh, Fake the, it till you the make Thunder it, are going to be good next year. They're going to be a good to team. Contend. And if you got it, flaunt it. But hey guys, guess what team. time it is? Uh, it's time to talk about Oklahoma Tool Shirt Company. Time. It is time to talk about Oklahoma Shirt You're Company. You're wearing one of their shirts. No, I'm not. Andrew is. I was talking to Andrew. I am. <laughs> I'll look, look at, at it. it on live on Periscope. Look at that's it, Periscope. Probably, take it off. That's probably take it off. Why would I take it, it off? Because it's oh, take it off. Take off your shirt. <laughs> I will never take the shirt off because it's so nice and comfortable, it and it makes me look better. I love that <laughs> shirt. That's probably my fa- one of my favorite designs that they put out. Oh, it's soft. Yeah, it's soft. So it's part of. It's so it's from Oklahoma Shirt Company. They have their T-shirt of the month club, ten bucks plus taxes and fees, and you get one Oklahoma themed shirt a month. I've got. I just got the one for July, and it is awesome. It's American flag looking thing, and it says OKLA. I like it a lot. You can also get. <laughs> you can also. You can get a lot of uh, anything custom you need. If you have any sort of marketing needs, they they get you stickers. They'll do T-shirts. They do hats. They do jerseys. Anything you need, they can take care of it. Oklahoma Shirt Company are your people. Oh man, that's my favorite thing you've ever done on the pod. <laughs> that was really I good. Like it a lot. But guys, 
now we're such a high moment in the pod. We're gonna take a low. Talk about being miffed and being peeved. Are you miffed and are you peeved? Miff, 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 miffed and peeved. I got nothing, man. I'm you grateful. Plus, free oh. agents starts tonight. Wow. it's my favorite time of year, man. My fridge NBA went out. NBA off season is better my than everything. Fridge went out. <laughs> your fridge went out. What happened to all your? What happened to having all your groceries? All your perishables? We got a garage fridge. They're in the garage fridge. Uh, keep in your garage fridge. What do I keep in there? God, your fridge. Drinks, drinks. <laughs> now, now all of his drinks, food. Beers, beers, milk, Coke. What do you keep there? <laughs> candy bars. You got candy bars in the freezer. Do you keep there? No. What do you keep in the fridge? In the, Just, in the sometimes garage. you got lots of stuff, man. That's the man fridge. The overflow fridge. Garage man. fridge is man fridge. It's just an overflow fridge. It's a rich fridge, dude. <laughs> Usually so like rich. bottled water. We'll put in there. That's man fridge. <laughs> bottled water? But now we got all of our stuff in there. You gotta God, draw, you gotta so draw the line and you say, garage fridge is man fridge. This is my one space. This is my space, beer fridge. And <laughs> Cokes. <laughs> no, I don't, drink, <laughs> I don't drink Cokes, man. Neither uh, do I. I haven't had one in 2017. And guess what? I hate that. it. Pound I hate that. it. I hate it. I want a Pepsi so bad. Hey, you know what? We can pound though. Next <laughs> next Friday. <laughs> next Friday we're gonna have biscuits and gravy here on the table from Chicken Express. Whoa. Oh really? Biscuits, Ooh, biscuits pound and gravy. That up, pound those biscuits. Oh. Biscuits and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have two tickets right now that I haven't paid. Both from rolling stop signs in my own neighborhood. <laughs> what? Really? One came one week after the first one. <laughs> I have a lot of cops in my neighborhood. <laughs> and I roll every stop sign that right. I can see. How much are they? They're like $160. $160 combined? combined? No. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Why are you rolling stop signs? Because in a neighborhood, you can see everything that's going on <laughs> immediately. So you can just break the law. Guys, I'm talking about I, I slow down to like two miles per hour <laughs> and then move on like still, everyone else. Still does. rolling us up. The, the, the sign literally says stop. Do you stop? Do you come to a full stop at yes. every single Most stop? Most of the time. time? Yes. Absolutely. I may not wow. stop for the, the needed three seconds, but I'll at least stop. I will stop. Wow. <laughs> Freaking nerds. <laughs> oh, oh man. Man. Thanks for listening to our podcast.